Hey everybody, welcome back to Classroom Brew. Uh, you should grab a beer and, and sit down with me for this one. Just have a, have a drink for me with this one. Um, we, we've got a lot that's going on. We have a couple updates to our Patreon that I think we talked about last week, where we simplified the tiers. But we've actually got some coasters, some Classroom Brew coasters, that are on the way. They should be here by the time this episode comes out. So we're going to be shipping those out to our Patreon members. Uh, if you have not received your shot glass or koozie, I don't think there's any current Patreon members in the boat, but still, just in case, <laughs> uh, reach out to me on Patreon just to double check. Uh, everybody else, if you want to check out that bonus content and merch, you can go over to Patreon. Uh, just Classroom Brew on Patreon. There you go. But yeah, that's, that's, that's really it for updates. But the reason I'm saying grab a beer and relax for this one and you know, let's, let's really sit down and get into it is because we're starting to look at these statements that are being made by our district, the Chicago district for public schools. That's a roundabout way of me saying the district without saying the district. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't plan on opening with this, but we're just kind of going for it because essentially the day this is being recorded, which is a Saturday, we received an email and it was sent to not just staff, but also to the parents. And the title of the email from the district, who's been very anti-teacher during the pandemic, the email subject is the facts, the facts about reopening schools. Oh boy. And it's essentially this chart with myth on one side and fact on the other. So for example, myth. It is not safe to reopen schools until everyone is vaccinated. And they go into the fact that vaccines aren't necessarily the only solution, blah, 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 got it, got it, got it, cool. But let's scroll down a little bit here. There's one of their debunking of myths statements was, emerging evidence from two studies and a growing consensus from some public health officials have not found a connection between community spread of COVID-19 and reopening of schools. It goes on to mention that the archdiocese have been open and there haven't been any issues. And I couldn't help but figure or think this is the dumbest shit I think I've ever seen from the CEO and chief of education for CPS. Now, we know that the, they've gone remote, so they made the, that correct decision there. But this is something that is disproportionately affecting people of color especially our, our students right now, there's, there's something like approximately 50% of the cases right now in our school. It's coming from schools on the South side. And so they're talking, they're referencing all these different school districts saying like, oh, they haven't had any issues, but they're the exact schools that got shut down. So somehow the leaders of this district are aware of the inequity before the pandemic, but seem to be ignoring the statistics like, for example, I've got like 20 plus kids that have been positive for COVID-19 and are still facing some serious health issues right now. And they're going to go ahead and say it's not an issue and having kids in a school isn't linked to an outbreak? It's a gathering of people, motherfucker. How stupid can you get? So hopefully the union steps in to say something, but this is just straight up propaganda. You, you weaponized the mass email thing that you can send to staff and students and parents and you try to pass off your opinion and your cherry-picked information as fact, which is negligent. It's shameful. And yet here we stand and they're going to try to weaponize 
the media by blindsiding people saying like, oh, we have this plan to open the schools, but the teachers are being so mean. And understand that not everyone has the same lens and they're thinking like, why is this such a serious thing? The population of students that I work with, they are dealing with death from COVID-19 or serious health complications. And the district seems to think that, oh, it's not really happening. Like, oh, our Northside schools are doing great, the ones that have working paper towel dispensers. But those Southside schools, those young black and brown kids that we've neglected as a district, eh, they're probably fine too. Fuck you. Honestly. And now we're going to be the bad guys because we're the ones that are somehow holding the kids back because we want to keep them online, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we know that the kids are falling behind. That was the whole thesis of last episode. But it doesn't mean put them at danger. We've got three kids that are also the caretaker unofficially for their grandparents while their parents are away. So disrespectful. We, we have PSAT testing coming up pretty soon. But we literally, literally putting teachers in a position to, to die for the sake of standardized testing. We always knew that would be the death of teachers, by the way, right? Standardized testing. <laughs> so that's fun. But I thought it was so disrespectful and so irresponsible. Like, I don't, even have, I don't have a funny spin for that. It's just irresponsible by the district to pass off this, this cherry-picked, out-of-context table as fact for a population that probably doesn't have the time or energy or resources to fact-check it. It was probably like five executives in the district that sat down and said, all right, let's, let's put this together. We got to get something out before the weekend. Here we go. And that's what they came up with. Maybe I'm just cynical because the investigator from the complaints that I made uh, a year ago, over a year ago, we did a bonus episode about this if you're curious about that, uh, asked for my update, which my update should have been given to me uh, 10 months ago with a resolution, but it, it was delayed. And now we're over a year since I, they confirmed that they received my initial complaints. And uh, I contact the investigator and uh, the email doesn't exist anymore. That person's no longer with the district. So I'm like, what? Dude, is this still going to continue? Would you guys, and they're like, well, yeah, okay, now that you've made us aware, we can reassign it. Like, would you have known otherwise? What's the holdup? 13 months for an investigation that you said 30 to 60 days, and now the investigator's gone. Do you have to start over? What's the deal? What's going to happen? Like, can I get some sort of an ETA from one of you? Any of you? Any update whatsoever? Tr truly, any update. Like, is it sitting on your desk in the bottom of the pile or someone else's desk in the bottom of the pile? Because it, it's, I'm not going into details, but the issue and the reason that it, it, it's bothered me so much for over a year now is because it's not just impacting myself and other staff members, but students. And they're using the pandemic as this reason to say, well, you know, things are going to be delayed and changed. Oh, I just got 3,000 steps on my watch, even though I'm sitting right now. I guess I'm that expressive with my hands right now. I'm just fired up. That's all it is. So maybe we'll do a bonus episode. Um, I'd like to do a bonus episode with the Patreon members. But we'll probably do a separate one uh, for, the, for the paid audience to get some more details on that very convoluted and confusing investigation that's been going on. And hopefully we get a, an answer soon. Um, I did attend, uh, Science Adam and I, we attended a digital information meeting for national board certification. There's like this cohort uh, in the district that 
It's a two-year thing, and they they pay for the PD slash NBCT, National Board Certification Teachers uh, exam thing, which is, I think, about two grand. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. So I went in like really, really pumped about it, like really excited to like, you know, I get to further my, I, I did the EdTPA and I heard that it's based off of the, the national board certification process. So like this shouldn't be too difficult in terms of like knowing what to expect. Just the standards of, of my own, uh, on my own volition are going to be a little bit higher. And I was really pumped about this. Like it's not just letters after the name, but it's a nice reflective process. And you know, it, it, it looks good on a resume. Let's, let's be honest here. Getting more letters after your name, it does look good. And it was um, toward the end of the week, and it was already a week where I had zero prep periods. I was either mentoring and coaching somebody or teaching my own class or attending a meeting. I think I had one prep period all week. Like, sincerely, one prep period all week. And this was after uh, a a day that was filled with meetings and uh, observing others and whatnot. But then on top of it, it was from 5 o'clock to 7.30. So it's like, it, literally, I pulled like a 16-hour day. Like, between like the, the time when I, because I don't sleep anymore. Uh, it was insane. And uh, sure, there was that like one 20-minute lunch break that I got to take. But I was still feeling good about it. And I was like, you know what? This is me furthering my, my teacher growth with this national board thing. And then the meeting started. <laughs> So they were essentially like, it was like they started off with like way too many videos, but it's like, well, this is a recruitment thing. I get it for their program. And it's like, well, what is national board certification and what can you do and what types are there and how long does it, and what is the pro and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, I'm on board. Cool. I know that you had to do that. You had to include it. I was tuning out a little bit because it's kind of formulaic and I get it. There's always that video with like the, the really uppity music. <laughs> Whenever there's like a recruitment for something or other. But then they got to the requirements and expectations for people that join this cohort. And by the way, you can do this without the cohort. So I'm not bashing getting your national board certification. (laughs) This is me talking about the cohort that helps work with people along the way, a two-year process. And initially, like the requirements are like, you have to commit to work for the district for two to three more years as like payback. And like, okay, fine, on board with that. I understand getting tenure this year, so that's fine. No issue with that. Then they were like, well, you got to attend all of our PDs. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, you're trying to foster something over the course of two years. It's basically like a professional learning community. I understand. But then they went into like what that actually meant. They were like, essentially broke it down to, yeah, you'll spend about three and a half hours a week at the end of the day working with us, either online or in person. (laughs) We're like, okay, that seems a little harsh, but they're like, it'll be from five o'clock to 8.30 at night. Okay. Not a lot of time for those of us, us that coach, but you know, I, I get it. You know, you want to work with people. And two Saturdays a week for 12 and a half hours or whatever the fuck it was. It's like like a full shift. Like, okay, this seems like a bit much. Like, and that's 12 months a year. I'm like, okay, so this is getting really intense now. And they were like, and uh, that's non-negotiable. Zero flexibility. <laughs> and one person was like, so what if you've got like other job responsibilities? Maybe you're also an athletic coach and uh, an instructional coach. And this is basically someone that I, I, I was like, oh, th- maybe they know me. <laughs> and they're asking on my behalf. And they were like, you should basically just quit all those other things. This should be your only thing that you should abandon your family. You should only do this fucking cohort. And I was like, all right, this is looking like a red flag. 
but they kept going. <laughs> they kept adding. They're like, you have to do this profile and it, gets a, it gives us a sense of who you are as a teacher and what you can do and what you want to work on. And we're like, okay, that makes sense. I like that. And they're individualizing our learning. I get that. Like, yeah, it takes 20 hours to do the initial profile. 20 hours? Excuse me? Like, yeah, and then we'll send you revisions because you, know, you might not be specific enough and those should take another five hours. 25 hours to do a profile to save two grand? And they do the thing where they're like, well, in the PD that you guys are going to be taking, that's worth $11,000. So really, it's not that unreasonable. My life is reasonable, but this is not. My own, my own happiness is not worth this two grand plus 11 grand in PD. And they're like, well, you'll get all these hours towards your, towards your license. And it's like, I've got 170 million hours and you only need 120 to restart. It's not about the hours, the CPDUs, the hours towards your license to renew. And they just kept adding. And I sat there like an idiot. Like I was already like kind of, I started off, I was like, yeah, I can't wait to do this. I'm excited about it. Uh, I, I texted Chris, who's been on the podcast before to be like, hey, uh, you're a national board certified teacher. I'm in this cohort to find out information and, and maybe join to do it myself. And he's like, yeah, that's awesome, man. Let me know if you need help. I'm like, yeah, 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 cool. And I was really invested. You know, as me and Adam, you know, we were attending this and, you know, taxing, giving our, our two cents on everything. And uh, then it, it, you know, it, it dropped down to like, okay, maybe 60% certain, 40% not sure. And then it dropped to 50-50. Then they kept talking and adding stuff. And then they're like, well, we might ask you for the span of two to three years to, you know, attend certain PDs and, and speak as more give back service. So, okay, this is interesting. I mean, you know, I get it. You know, they pay for the money. That's cool, cool, cool. Still 50-50. Let's see how the profile maybe, maybe that's the indicator. And they're like, well, we might ask you to write to your local representatives and you might have to like attend. Uh, or, oh, and this was the big thing. The big thing was no matter what day of the week it was, if someone sends you an email or a task, you have 24 hours to do it or respond to it or whatever it is from the time the email was sent. So that really dropped me down to like a 25% in, 75% out. And then the final piece of the straw was we had to commit, commit. On, on top of all of this, they put a number on it. Essentially, 600 hours of PD during the year over two years. Now, let's just break it down. If I work an entire day, so I usually get to the school about 7 a.m., teach from approximately 8 o'clock to 3.30, okay? Coach from approximately 3.30 till 5.30. And their, their one day a week Thursday thing is uh, 5 o'clock, so already we've got overlap that they don't accept until 8.30. So even if I wasn't coaching, that would be a really awkward window to hopefully get home, drive on Lakeshore, to hopefully get home by five, and then work again from home to do this cohort thing. But I, I coach year-round. This is assuming we're in person, of course. So this essentially would be, I would work, I would get to the, wake up at six, five thirty, six o'clock, drive to the school, get there at seven, work at the school doing my day job of instructional coaching and mentoring and teaching from eight o'clock to 3.30, I would coach from 3.30 to about 5.30, 6 o'clock or so. I would have to stay at the school because I can't do it from the car. I would have to stay at the school for an additional two and a half to three hours to do this stuff, then pack up my stuff 
and hopefully start driving home around 8.30, 9 o'clock. To then, I mean, traffic would be light. So we're talking I get home at about 9.30, 9.45, probably 10 o'clock realistically because it's still a Lakeshore drive. So we're talking 6.30 in the morning, that's approximately when I leave, until 9.30 at night, conservatively. So, Needless to say, I was out, but then like an idiot, I was still sitting in there because I was like, well, I mean, they can probably see my attendance in this thing. I don't want to be rude, but I'm kind of out. And so I just kind of like sat there for a little bit, like still listening, like maybe I can pass this on to somebody else in the future. And then they just kept adding on and I wasn't even paying attention anymore. <laughs> they just kept adding on. To, and then finally I was like, well, I'll leave the volume on, but I'm gonna walk over here. And then finally they said something about like, oh, and the, the four essay portions should take you about, and I closed the computer <laughs> there. Fuck this. I'm out. Just kept adding. Like we need a million hours and your soul and some kickback time. Uh, you can't do anything else. Matter of fact, quit teaching just to do this national board certification with our cohort. So we're out. Maybe I'll, I'll think about it, you know, on my own time, my own pace, not in a cohort. But that didn't seem worth the time. That didn't seem worth, worth my happiness. That's where we're at. Uh, not to shit on it, of course, if anyone is doing that. So this is a good segue uh, to get to... <laughs> segues are fun. To get to our comment hero of the week. Welcome to the comment hero of the week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. Now, first off, there have been a lot of comment heroes. Everyone in the world that's been uh, claiming that the teachers are lazy and that it's 100% okay because they're commenting on the, the union and, you know, criticizing us for being lazy, they're all comment heroes, of course. But this one, we're going we're gonna to step back a little bit from, from teaching and, and just look at a human issue here, okay? So Adam P, as in Peter, no, that's not his name, just P as in Peter, uh, he commented on a post, and this was from NBC Chicago. And the article was, and assuming story with a video, of course, the news segment, Sean Mendez apologizes to Sam Smith for calling them the wrong pronoun. Okay, he apologized. Uh, I guess he was called out, didn't read the article, but he was called out for, uh, I'm assuming, uh, saying he, but I think Sam Smith goes by uh, they and them. Uh, that, those are their pro pronouns. And <laughs> as I'm stumbling over it, uh, and Adam P. decided to write, and a top fan of NBC Chicago. I'm all for accepting people as who they are, but this is honestly ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So in other words, the exact opposite of what he initially said. It's like when you get a letter uh, on the, or a note from your teacher on something that you worked on, and there's a but. Like, this is good, but. So just cancel out everything before the but. So Adam P. basically saying, yeah, I want to accept people, but this is ridiculous with the this pronoun thing. Who call people whatever Tom Segura said it best. I'll call you whatever you want to be called. It is zero inconvenience to me. So there's our there's our the asshole commenter of the week. But I do want to give a big shout out to 
Amy B. B as in boy. Not to use a gendered term for this. That's ironic, I guess. Uh, but she decided to reply in less than an hour. And by the way, his comment, Adam P's comment, got a lot of likes and hearts and cares. Care like the heart, the smiley face hug in the heart. I don't know what the fuck. Okay. But Amy B decided to reply and speak up for all of us that were outraged by this guy just just being an an ass without even realizing it. Like zero self awareness or awareness of awareness. Uh, going, uh, Adam P. Then it doesn't really sound like you're all for accepting people, my guy. So, uh, Amy B, you are the genuine comment hero, and Adam P, you are the the true comment hero of the week for being such a an ignorant ass. Also, just don't comment. So normally we don't encourage people to comment, reply to comment heroes, but uh, Amy B, thank you for your service. We appreciate you, and. Until next week, we'll see our next comment hero. So you are our reigning, our reigning comment heroes of the week. Your little conversation between the two of you. All righty. Well, you know what? I, I think I wore myself out because I was, I was more outraged by the CPS thing before I recorded the episode. Like in the morning when I read that thing, that's when I was the most outraged uh, versus now I'm like a lot more relaxed and tired. And, you know, I've got a beer in my hand versus before it was during the day, so it's a different story. Um, but I think we're good. So uh, again, for those bonus episodes, video episodes, behind-the-scenes content, podcast, merch, so we're, our goal is to get 10 patrons. We're still not quite there, and that's okay. Uh, but patreon.com slash classroombrew, Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash classroombrew. Uh, that's where you can get those podcast koozies with the Classroom Brew logo, those podcast coasters that are on their way, also with the logo, and of course, the shot glasses with the logo. Uh, give us a rating and review, whatever you're listening in. Uh, check out Joe Dombrowski's podcast, Social Studies, and Devin Siebold's podcast, Crying in My Car. Uh, it's him along with the Angry Texan. I believe they just moved into a studio, like a pro studio that they're setting up. So that's pretty cool. Some office space. They made it big time. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, or if you've been checking out the podcast for a while, supporting us all these uh, years, months, weeks, days, whatever it is. But until next week, class dismissed. Thank you.